Hello, welcome to the Hail Mary Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Sanders, and I'm here with Jordan Sanders. Unfortunately, Ben was not able to make it to this session. Uh, we will miss him greatly. Yeah, he decided his mom's birthday was much more important. How than dare us. you, Ben? Yeah. How dare you? Just kidding. Happy birthday, Ben's mom. Happy birthday. All right. Well, today we have your week seven recap. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have your news. We have who you should start and sit on Thursday night. As the seasons go on, this is about our routine schedule going on. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking about our news and how just about everybody's injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't we dig into that, Jordan? Well, it's funny that you say week seven recap because we'll start off with Patrick Mahomes week seven kneecap. Ooh. Yeah. He, uh, he got injured on you know the very controversial play of the quarterback sneak. He is ruled out. However, Andy Reid said he isn't ruling him out yet. So I would say he's probably not going to play, but you can you know watch him. He did walk through practice today, so yeah, just make sure you wa- watch him throughout the week. I would say they probably rest him this week and, and get him in the following week. Uh, so, and then another news, Falcons trade Mohamed Sanu. To the Patriots for a second-round pick. So all you Calvin Ridley owners should be very excited about that. Very excited about that. And also probably excited for Mohamed Sanu, too. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, I haven't really seen him in the system, but that just means more targets for Calvin Ridley for sure. Now we move on. Broncos trade for Emmanuel Sanders for a third, a fourth, and a... 2021 fifth. I feel like it's a lot for Emmanuel Sanders, but they got Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, they traded, oh, the Broncos traded him to the 49ers, and so now he is a 49ers wide receiver. Texas, wow. yep. Yeah. But don't you have Emmanuel Sanders? I do have Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Sorry. He ain't been doing, been doing nothing yeah, lately, maybe, though. Maybe he will when he goes to the 49ers. The Texans trade for Conley from the Raiders, cornerback from the Raiders, uh, for 2023rd. The Minnesota Vikings, Adam Thielen is out this week. He left last game with a hamstring injury. Uh, yeah, kind of disappointed a lot of people. Uh, Atlanta, Matt Ryan is out right now. Left game, He left the game in the fourth quarter. He's he's questionable, sorry, not out. Ito Smith is out, listed as out right now. He was carted off the field last game. Uh, on Johnson, his knee does not exist anymore he is on injury reserve he will be out for at least eight weeks drop him he's it's over that's the rest of the season texans wolf fuller is out with his hamstring uh and then moving on the titans delaney walker is questionable right now and let me go to this david johnson is still questionable and so is christian kirk AJ Green is doubtful and is, but he did practice today. I'm going to assume he's not going to play for the Bengals uh, because he is doubtful. He was supposed to come back this week, or they were suggesting he would come back this week. He's not coming back this week. And then amid trade rumors, I I doubt they're going to start playing him. So until he's traded, I, I if he gets traded, then he'll play. I don't think he's going to play for the Bengals until he's traded. Browns Kareem Hunt is suspended, obviously, but he this was his first practice today all season. Devontae Adams is still questionable. Will Fuller is still is listed as out. He'll miss several weeks with a hamstring injury. Uh Paris Campbell from the Colts is still questionable. Didi Westbrook from the Jags is questionable. Pat Mahomes, we already talked about him. Sammy Watkins is questionable to return this week. And then we move on to the New England Patriots where Rex Burkhead is questionable with a foot injury, but he was practicing this week. And then Drew Brees, he went through the Wednesday walkthrough this week. Alvin Kamara is still questionable. Um, That one's still a weird one for me. Saquon Barkley's questionable with his ankle. I doubt he doesn't play. If he plays, please start him. Sterling Shepard is questionable still with his concussion protocol. Um, And that is... Pretty much it. 
I mean, I don't have too much more. Those trades were the biggest thing that happened this week. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, I did not expect Denver to trade Emmanuel Sanders at all, but... Well, I mean, at this point, they just got to rebuild. I'm sure Joe Flacco is going to be gone pretty soon, too. As soon as soon I feel like as soon as Drew Locke returns, Flacco is going to hit the bench. Maybe so. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's go into our Week 7 recap. Man. No, no, no. No, 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 what? No, 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 continue. <laughs> all right, Jordan. Getting all crazy on me here. Who? You. Okay. Anyways, pretty exciting week for <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> really is. I don't, dude. You, you messed me up. I was on a roll, and then you're like, no, 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 no. On a roll? You said like three words. I know. And that was, that was me building that roll. There you go. All right, well... See now I'm now I'm forgetting. Well, going I was to say, the Chiefs it's and the just Broncos. all I wanted to say was every game was high scoring except for one game. That's all I wanted to say, and you kept messing me up. I said one thing, and it messed me up every time. Hmm. I just kept thinking about it. All right, yeah, let's get into the Chiefs and the Broncos. Chiefs won thirty points. The Broncos six. Devastation to the Broncos. Is it though? <laughs> no. I mean, as expected that. But Patrick Mahomes did leave the game early. He did throw a touchdown before he left, though, so he didn't leave you completely empty if you started him. LaShawn McCoy got the majority of the carries this week with Damian Williams. Damian Williams is not good. He has just gone so far downhill. LaShawn McCoy, 12 for 64, no touchdowns on the ground. Damian Williams was 9 for 7, nothing on the ground. Uh, Sammy Watkins was out this game. Tyree Kill had 3 for 74 on 5 targets. Travis Kelsey had 8 targets. Six receptions for 44 yards. Sorry, Tyreek Hill had a touchdown, and so did Miko Harmon. He also had a touchdown, went two for 28 on three targets. Joe Flacco, 213 yards, went 21 for 34. Nothing to show for it. And the most frustrating thing to see right here, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman completely cutting this carries down the middle. Royce Freeman, 35 yards, 10 for 35, and a touchdown. Philip Lindsay, 11 for 36, no touchdowns. Sad. Yeah, they lined up Royce Freeman in the goal on the goal line, and I was very mad because I'm I'm a Philip <laughs> Lindsay owner. I was like, no, 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 put Lindsay. What are you doing? Come on. So anyway, it didn't work. Cortland Sutton had eight targets, six receptions for eighty-seven. I really like Cortland Sutton. I think he's a really good. Re- I think he's you know panning out to be a really good receiver. Emmanuel Sanders six targets, five receptions for sixty yards. He actually did something on his farewell game. Royce Freeman. Five for four for 32 in the air. Philip Lindsay, one for negative four in the air. So on only one target, Royce Freeman also, uh, Royce Freeman, sorry, had five targets. So Philip Lindsay not getting the, the touches that you want out of him, which is very frustrating. Yep. Especially with the no touchdown part. Well, especially since you've, I feel like most people feel that Philip Lindsay is the better running back. So yeah, I would, I would probably agree with that. But, Bruce Freeman's decent, but he's definitely yeah, he's not. he's good. He's not bad, but I think just I just lot come from last year and all that. I just Philip Lindsay. I feel like gets the job done more. Yep. They're both but been injured, so I think that's probably that's probably exactly why they're splitting carries so much is because they don't want to give them too much work and risk them getting injured. All right, and that is your Thursday night's game right there. We're gonna move on to our Sunday's games. Starting off with Los Angeles Rams versus the Falcons. Yeah, not a good game for the Falcons. No, not at all, because the Rams won 37 points to the Falcons 10. It's true. Jared Goff, 22 for 37, 268 yards, two touchdowns. Not a bad game. Todd Gurley, 18 for 41. This was a game, and he had a lot of – he actually got a lot of work. And they got ahead pretty early uh, going into the fourth quarter. They were up by quite a bit. I believe it was 27-3. to So, a lot of running. and A lot of running opportunity and nothing to show for it. Only had 41 yards, 2.3 a carry. Daryl Henderson, 11 for 31. Not good. Robert Woods, on seven targets, five for 80. Had a bounce-back game from the week before. We only had that one carry for the touchdown. Brandon Cook, seven for four for 59. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett? Yes. 10 for 4 for 50. 
Cooper Cup, eight for six for 50. And the only other person that had a touchdown was Todd Gurley through the air. So saved his day with a touchdown, but you'd like to see a lot more from Todd Gurley because he was the best running back in the game last year, and it wasn't working out this game. Yeah. Matt Ryan, six for 27, 159 yards, and a touchdown. Very disappointing for Matty Ice, especially with how many teams have been able to just shred the Rams lately, and they just weren't able to do it. Matt Schaub got in the mix, too. He did. The old Texans quarterback. See, he went six for six, 65 yards and a touchdown. Is he better than Matt Ryan? He might be. No, he's not. <laughs> he, he just might be. He just might be. Edo Smith left this game, but Devontae Freeman, seven for 19. Garbage. Julio Jones getting back at it. Nine targets, six receptions, 93 yards. Austin Hooper, five targets, four receptions, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Very nice day for Austin Hooper. Calvin Ridley, 6 for 4 for 30. And that's it from this game. I mean, it was ugly from the jump, and it just really never got better. Very disappointing for pretty much all the Atlanta Falcons, except for Julio and Austin. But you still, you want you want more from from Julio. 93 for, for 6 sure. receptions. So, I mean, it's hard. You, you, get, you, you want a touchdown, at least, from Julio. But, you know, whatever. Whatever happens. Six, I'll take 6 for 9. I'll, I'll take... You know, I'll take 15 points on a PBR. That's cool. not bad. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on to a very surprising game indeed. That would be... <laughs> very surprising game. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins, man, they just... They almost up, won. Yeah. <laughs> against like, the Bills whoa, whoa, defense. Whoa, 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 yeah, right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't win. Bills won 31 points to the Dolphins. 21 point. Only a 10-point differential right there. And it all came in the fourth quarter. Yeah, man. That's crazy. The Dolphins were actually leading... I f- the majority of this game. It wasn't until the fourth quarter where the Bills, you know. We can't be the only ones that lose to the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. <That's>, uh, <laughs> Everybody's mindset. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Man. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 22 for 35, 282 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Mark Walton, that's a guy now. He's he's playing football for the, for the Dolphins. Kenyon Drake, I'm sure they want to keep him healthy. He was 6 for 21. Um, there's a lot of trade rumors about him right now. But Mark Walton, 14 for 66. Nothing. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he scored a touchdown with his legs, too. He had two touchdowns on the day. Uh, Preston Williams. Devontae Parker, 5 for 55. and a touch- I said Preston Williams and moved on. <laughs> Preston <laughs> Williams, he had eight targets, six receptions for 82. But Devontae Parker, 10 targets, five receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. I'm at this point. I'm cool with starting Devontae Parker. I think that's the third week in a row he's had a touchdown. So, I I think I like that from Devontae Parker. Moving on, if Ryan Fitzpatrick is the one throwing the ball to him, which I'm sure that he will be. We'll see though. I haven't read anything. Have you seen anything on who's going to start this week for the Dolphins? No. Wait, are they on bye? No, they're not on bye. They were just on bye a couple weeks ago. Are you sure? Yeah. Second, actually, the second week they were they had their bye. No, that's not true. Yeah, it is. No, you can't have a bye second week. Maybe it was their third week. I don't know. I don't think you have It's either the second or third week. I know it was like they were one of the first teams to have a bye. Okay. I'll want to trust you on this one. I don't, but I will. Josh Allen, 202 yards, two touchdowns. Very good game from him. Uh, Frank Gore, 11 for 55. You would think, uh, I mean, they got down pretty early, so... You would think that this game would be a good game for Frank Gore because you think that it would get up so fast, so early that Frank Gore kind of just take over the rest of the game. Devin Singletary did get in the mix for seven for twenty six, but that's it. I mean, John Brown six for five for eighty three and a touchdown. Very excited if you started him. I actually flexed him this week and it worked out perfectly for me, so I'm glad I did that. Oops, sorry. Everything else, um, not really too much. I mean, Dawson Knox. Five targets, three for 22. Cole Beasley, six targets, three receptions for 16 yards. I don't know. As long as Josh Allen's playing and good and healthy, I think John Brown's my guy from this team. And I am I would be okay with flexing him in really good matchups. Yeah. Oh, just like Oh, actually, up. flexing him in general, but, like, really good matchups. There's definitely, you know, they'll, they'll work out better. Right. I just looked it up. Uh, Baltimore and Dallas have buys this coming week. I don't know why I didn't know that before we started this. I feel bad. <laughs> it's all good, Jordan. You can make mistakes sometimes, but not all the time. 
All right, we're going to move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Jaguars winning 27 points to the Bengals, 17 points. Okay. Yeah, man. Well, the Bengals are never... They're a better team than 0-7. They're just not going to win one. No. They're better than the Dolphins, I feel like, and they're just not... Whatever. Uh, Minshew, 30, 15 for 32, 255 yards on a touchdown. He also went 9 for 48 on the ground. Not bad. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 29 carries, 131 yards. Jeez, that's crazy. He was a good pickup this year. I know a lot of people didn't want to pick... I didn't want to pick him up this year, and he's just... He's not... Well, the problem is he's so... He's been he's been so injury-prone. I don't like saying that, but he's been injured a lot in the past, and so I was worried about picking him up, but he's just gotten so much volume this year, and he's just healthy. Uh, D.B. Westbrook, 9 for 6 on 103. Chris Conley... Eight for three and a and eighty three. DJ Chark four for three and fifty three. Uh, the only one who had a touchdown was Keelan Cole on one uh, on one reception for two yards. Nice game from Didi. Yeah, not bad. Uh, I it's going to be hard for me. This would be a good matchup to start him. It would be hard for me to want to keep starting him. DJ Chark still would, is my guy on this team. Uh, Andy Dalton. 22 for 43, 276 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. But Andy Dalton also got a touchdown on the ground. He went four for 33 on the ground and had a touchdown. Joe Mixon, 10 carries for two yards. Oh, Oh, that hurts. Dude, man. Especially for how high you draft him. He's just, ugh. He has no line, nothing to go, nowhere to go. He's just getting chased in the back. Alex Harrison, <laughs> two for negative two. I mean, Giovanni Bernard had four for zero. Like it, I don't. I guess it just doesn't matter who plays on this team. You're just not running the ball, and I would not start him anymore. It's gonna be hard for me. Uh, Alex Harrison is also a receiver. Sorry. So the uh, 14 targets, eight receptions for 137 yards, zero touchdowns. Auden Tate six for three for 65. Tyler Boyd 14 for five, 55. Man, you like you. Get, 14 targets and five receptions. You couldn't catch, like, two more. (laughs) (sighs) Just another two. Yeah. Anyway, Tyler Eifert, nothing. This game is uh, exactly how you expected it to go. (laughs) Blood doo-doo. Yeah, so. All right. Let's get out of here. We're moving on to the highest-scoring game this week. That's right. The Minnesota Vikings versus the Detroit Lions. Vikings win... With their was this the highest scoring game? Yep. Mm. They won with their 42 points to the Lions' 30 points. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, the Lions. There you go. The Lions are putting them numbers up at least, man, even if they lose. Yeah, I know. At least, like, the problem with, like, other teams like Miami – who get scored on a lot? They they but they don't score on much uh, on many opponents other than the Bills. I don't know how that happened, but they don't score much. The good thing about the Lions is they're not a bad team, and they can actually score. Uh, Carry on Johnson did lead this game, so that's a little frustrating for the Lions and the Carry on Johnson owners, but. Ty Johnson would be the guy that I would start rolling with from now on. I'm not sure. I'm about to say Matthew Stafford had a great game. This oh yeah, he did. He went 30 for 45, 364 yards, four touchdowns. Had the pick, but amazing game. Danny, which is which is because this is a bad matchup for him, and he still did pretty well. Danny Mandola finally getting back into it, like his week one production. 11 targets, eight receptions for 105 yards. Marvin Jones, 13 targets, 10 receptions for 95. Uh, Kenny Galladay only had two targets. I mean, Marvin Jones, he's really taken over right now uh, on this team. The past couple weeks, he's really he's really uh, performed. But on the Minnesota, Vi- uh, Minnesota Vikings side, we have Kirk Cousins, 24 for 34, 337, and four touchdowns. That's two weeks in a row he's thrown four touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the Kirk Cousins haters out there. Uh, Dalvin Cook. 25 for 142 and two touchdowns. Still ridiculous. Stephon Diggs, 8 for 7 and 142. Adam Thielen left the game. If Adam Thielen is not playing, I, Stephon Diggs is going to be the guy moving forward. Irv Smith even had 
five for 60. Kyle Rudolph even had five for 58 and a touchdown. Both decent games from tight ends. Uh, Kyle Rudolph had a pretty good game for a tight end. Irv Smith, pretty decent. Moving forward, anybody that you would really want out of this out of these receivers, if if because I mean, Adam Thielen is not playing this week, so who would you who would you want? Oh. You can't say Stephon Diggs. I know Stephon Diggs. Man, I don't know, man. That's a rough one. I mean, Bissy Johnson. Mm. Let's see. I think he's okay. I think he's who do we an okay start? I would want one of the tight ends. It would just be it's the splits just so yeah, even. It, it is. It'd be hard for me to roll out with one. But if I did roll out with one, I think. I would go with Irv Smith Jr., but Bissy Johnson, I mean, he may not be a bad pickup this week going forward, so we'll talk about that later on in our starting sits, and let's get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, before we get out, I think I'd have to go with Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph? Yeah. Okay. It's just personal. Okay. Well, what did Irv Smith do to you? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, you said it was personal. Uh, it's not that, not terribly personal. All right, moving on to the Raiders versus the Packers game. Packers just destroying the Raiders with their 42 points, the Raiders 24 points. Yeah. Man, Aaron Rodgers had a game. He did have a game. He had a really good game. He threw five touchdowns. So if if that's not a good game, I don't know what is, you know? Right. You know? You know? <laughs> Sorry, I'm buying time right now. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> it won't, my computer won't load. Waiting. Waiting. Yeah. Waiting. Is um, it still pulling it up? Yeah, somehow I lost all, right. all my notes. So. Aaron Rodgers, 25 for 31 with a total of 429 yards and five touchdowns. Got it. All right, you want me to keep going? Sure. All right. For the Russian air... Aaron Jones had a total of 12 carries for 50 yards. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers was the next for the rushing. So <laughs> He also had a touchdown on the ground, too. Yeah, that's crazy. That's I, Is that likely for Aaron Rodgers to do? I feel like that's very unlikely for him to do. Yeah, he doesn't scramble as much as he used to, but uh, he's not unknown for running, I guess. Okay. Jamal Williams, uh Three carries for five yards. For five yards, terrible. Yeah, garbage. not good. Uh, it looks like Aaron Jones is really getting the majority of this the load right now. MVS two for one hundred and thirty three and a touchdown. Two for one hundred and thirty three. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a lot of yards. He was running. He averaged sixty six yards uh, a catch, and his long was seventy four. That's insane. Jimmy Graham, 4 for 65 and a touchdown. Jake Kumaro, 2 for 54 and a touchdown. And then Aaron Jones also had a touchdown through the air. And Jamal Williams also got inside the end zone through the air as well. So not bad games from really anybody. Jimmy Graham had a great game. Jake Kumaro, if you started him, you I don't know many people who started him over Alan Lazard unless you're in a super, super deep league. But Alan Lazar didn't really do too much, 3 for 42, but Jamal Williams still got it down the ground. And, oh, sorry, forgot about Jamal Allison, who didn't do anything, 4 for 33. No. But if you split these carry, I mean, these targets up, it's really even through every single receiver. Yeah. So it's like 5, 5, 4, 4, 2, 2, 4, 3. It's, it's like, just who carried it the longest. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers not really showing favoritism to anyone, which could be a good thing or a bad thing because if you see someone like Dremont Allison who has four for 33, it's kind of frustrating. Anyway, yeah. anyway, we'll go on to the the Raiders. Derek Carr, 22 for tw- uh, 28, 293 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Not a bad game from him. Josh Jacobs, 21 for 124 yards. It's pretty good. Not bad. Darren Waller had eight targets, seven receptions for 126 yards and two touchdowns Woo-hoo. and Foster Moreau also had a touchdown in the air Keelan Doss three for 54 not too much going on other than Darren Waller and the rate on the Raiders offense that's all, it all right moving on to the Houston Texans versus the Indianapolis Colts 
Indianapolis wanting to show up every time they play the Texans, and they did it yet again. <laughs> T.Y., I don't know why he has a grudge against us, but he does. Yeah. Colts so, won 30 points to the Texans 23. Yeah, it's a pretty frustrating game, especially whenever you see they call that uh they call Deshaun Watson down on that call and everybody's just, you know, upset about it, but hey, it's football. It happens, you know. You just got to move on. Anyway, Jacoby Brissett 26 for 39, 326 yards and four touchdowns. Marlon Mack, 18 carries, 44 yards, zero, nothing, uh, no touchdowns. Zach Pascal, 6 for 106 and two touchdowns. T.Y. Hilton, 11 targets, 6 receptions, 74 yards and a touchdown. Pretty good. He didn't light them up like he usually does, but he did pretty well. Uh, Eric Ebron, 5 for 4 for 70 and a touchdown. He just decided he wanted to play this game too. And we move on to the Texan side. We have Deshaun Watson, 23 for 34, 308 yards, a touchdown. Two interceptions. We have Carlos Hyde, 12 for 35. Kiki QT got one in on the ground for one for four. Uh, yeah, Carlos Hyde was one of those guys that you were excited about starting because he had so much volume in the past weeks, getting 21, 26 carries uh, in in his games, and this one is shut down to 12. They got behind, and they had to catch up, which they almost did again. And then DeAndre Hopkins, 12 targets, 9 receptions, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Finally came to play. Kenny Stills, 5 for 4 for 105. Look, DeAndre Hopkins usually plays amazingly whenever Will Fuller's not in. And Will Fuller's going to be out a couple weeks. So just just know that you're going to get a lot from DeAndre Hopkins uh, in the next couple weeks. Other than that, I mean, it was kind of a painful game to watch, especially if you were a Texans fan because... The Texans' secondary is just so beat up. Everyone's injured. It just anybody could have a heyday with him. Like I would be, a, I would be worried about playing the, the the Dolphins right now. I feel, I still, I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick could tear the secondary apart against the Texans. So moving forward, I would hate to say this, but the, oh, the Texans did trade for a cornerback, but they got like three hurt. You know, I think Gaines and uh, Jonathan Joseph's hurt. Deshaun Gibson left the game. You know. So going on, um, well, moving forward, I would say I would start any quarterback against the Texans or any receivers. I don't; they just don't have anybody to stop anyone right now. Right. Yeah, that is very unfortunate. Um, but I'm sure they'll they'll pull it off some somehow. Yeah, somewhere. they tend they tend they tend to. All right, next game. We're going to talk about the Cardinals whooping the Giants, but just by barely. They didn't whoop them. By a, a touchdown. It's not whooping. Yeah, it's all right. It's I would I consider that's, it whooping. That's not, it's though. That's just a one Barely game. scathing away. Yeah, you got out of there. Cardinals winning 27 points, the Giants 21 points. How about that, Chase Edmonds? Yeah, he's not bad. He's pretty good. Daniel Jones, 22 for 35. 223 yards, a touchdown, an interception. Saquon Barkley, 18 for 72 and a touchdown. Very nice. Finally glad to see him back. Golden Tate. So, Evan Ingram's back. Saquon Barkley's back. And Golden Tate still 11 targets, 6 receptions for 80 yards. I think you're cool with him. Well, uh, certainly Shepard still isn't back. But I think at this point, I'd be okay throwing him out there. Evan Ingram, 1 for 6, didn't get really anything going. Uh, Ellison was the, one, the only one with a touchdown and through the air. Uh, Kyler Murray, 14 for 24 and 104 yards, 10 for 28 on the ground. Chase Edmonds, 27 for 126 and three touchdowns. David Johnson had one for two yards. He was supposed to come back and play this week, and they played him the first snap, and they never put him back in the game. (laughs) Very upsetting. Now, Chase Edmonds had a really good week. The scary part about the Cardinals is they were – exercising, working out different different running backs. So uh, Jay Ajayi was one of them. Uh, I can't remember who the other guy was. But they, they had him. Um, we had tweeted about it. But they had it working out. That worries me. That makes me feel like there's something really wrong with David Johnson. Yeah, probably so. And I don't – honestly, I don't expect Chase Edmonds to do this again either. I, I just, That's a good matchup. Yeah, that's why I played him this week. Uh, Farrell Cooper, 4 for 29 on four targets. Chase Edmonds also had – Four targets for 24 yards. Larry Fitzgerald, one for 12. Charles Clay, one for 12. 
Demir Bird, one for four. I mean, just it was, it was all a, bad. It was a bad all game. numbers. Yeah, all those uh, numbers everyone except for Chase Edmonds was was not a good game to play anyone. Ew, let's get away from that. All right, getting away. Ewy. Going on to the lowest scoring game. This is the only game that's not really high scoring at all. 49ers winning nine points, shutting down the Redskins with their nothing oh, zilch, a, not a zero. What a hard thing to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's surprising all they got was nine points. No, but um, Adrian Peterson went 20 for 81. That's not bad. He also had, well, it's only eight points. But, I mean, if he hadn't been a standard league, you'd be all right with him. Case Keenum, 9 for 12 for 77. Didn't really get anything going. They were rushing. He only threw the ball 12 times. I don't know how much you can expect from someone if you only throw the ball 12 times. Uh, yeah, Terry McLaurin, 1 for 11. Not This was a bad matchup. It was raining really hard. Everyone was slipping and sliding. Everybody, like, it was not a good game for passing. It's, it wasn't. Jimmy Garoppolo only had 21 attempts, 12 for 21, 151 yards and, a, and an interception. Tevin Coleman had 20 carries. Matt Breida had 8 for 35. You don't want to see that from Matt Breida. No. No, no, no. no. Uh, I believe he's got some injury issues. I don't know if I had talked about him, but he's got some injury issues going on too, so that may be a lot of the cause from that. I actually didn't get to watch this game, so <sighs> I should have. Uh, George Kittle, 3 for 38. Bourne, Kendrick Bourne, 3 for 69. Nothing from Dante Pettis. Nothing from anyone. This was just a bad game. Like, the the way the weather was set up and how good the 49ers defense, I'm not surprised the Redskins didn't score. Um, and just scoring nine points from the 49ers just tell you how how bad the weather affected this Man, game. Man, getting into the – into, uh this season, you know, the winter season, should we start doing a weather report on each game? Yes, we should. I think so as well. Because that's I don't know why good. we weren't doing that before. Actually, that was one of the things I was going to talk to you about. I was like, hey, so I don't know why we should do weather reports. Yeah. yeah, especially after that game because, I mean, of course, weather had a huge influence on what, what happened, what transpired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Uh, Tennessee Titans versus Los Angeles Chargers. Titans winning 23 points to the Chargers 20 points, a very close game. Why don't you just say Titans won 23 to 20? Because I don't like saying it that way. Yeah, I know. Okay. Ryan Tannehill 23 for 29, 312 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Derrick Henry 22 carries, 90 yards and a touchdown. Uh Corey Davis. He did okay with Ryan Tannehill. 6 for 80 and a touchdown. AJ Brown, eight targets, 6 for 64. Nothing. The only one, the other person that had a touchdown was Tajay Sharp, and he went two for 19. Phillip Rivers, 24 for 38, 329 yards and two touchdowns. Melvin Gordon, 6 for 32, didn't do anything on the ground, really, but he did have a touchdown through the air. Austin Eckler went 5 for 7 on the ground, but had seven receptions for 118 yards and a touchdown through the air. Great game from Austin Eckler. Hunter Henry, he's still doing 8 for 6 for 97. He. He's back like his knee never broke. Keenan Allen, 11 for 4 for 61. Had a lot of targets, just not enough receptions. You'd like to see him get a little more from that. Mike Williams for 4 for 47, but is anybody really starting Mike Williams anymore? If you are, let me know, because I will tell you don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, there's nothing too much about this game. It was just two okay teams that should be better than their records kind of battling it out, you know, not too much. Uh, Derrick Henry f- had a pretty decent game finally again. So uh, Ryan Tannehill doesn't look that bad. He looks better. He-, he gives you better fantasy options as far as receivers than Marcus Mariota does. Yeah. Let's move on to New Orleans Saints versus the Chicago Bears. Saints winning 36-25. to yeah, I don't know what up uh, with the Saints putting all these numbers up on these good defenses, but 23 for 38, 281 yards and two touchdowns. I would have told you don't ever start Teddy Bridgewater playing the Bears, but I guess I was wrong. Latavius no, Murray, 27 carries, 119 yards and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara did not play this game. Taysom Hill, what position do you play, bro? Yeah, but Latavius Murray definitely picked it up for him. Yeah, 5 for 31 in the air as well. Michael Thomas, 9 for 131 yards. Ted Ginn. Two for 48. Josh Hill, three for 43. 
Taysom Hill also had a touchdown on the, uh, through the air. And then Mitchell Trubisky, 3 for 54, 251 yards and two touchdowns. Not a bad game from him. Tariq Cohen, 3 for 10. Ugh. They weren't running the ball at all this game. Allen Robinson, I mean, they the, the team totaled 17, 17, I'm sorry, seven carries, not 17, 17 yards. They totaled seven carries through four four people, Gross. four players. Not good. No. Uh, Allen Robinson, 16 for 10 for 87 and a touchdown, looking great. And that's pretty much it. Anthony Miller did have an okay game, five for 64. It's just not too much going on in Chicago. All right, moving on to Baltimore Ravens versus the Seattle Seahawks, the Kakaw game. Ravens winning 30 to the Seahawks, 16 points. Wow. I thought the Seahawks would win this game. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Jackson. They nine, probably should have. Yeah, 9 for 20, 143, and zero touchdowns. I remember, okay, so this is so funny to me because the beginning of the year saying, oh, he's not going to run it as much, he's going to pass it, and then now like, he just doesn't. They're back to what they were doing before. Lamar Jackson, 14 for 116 yards and a touchdown. I guess they just decided, like, hey, just run the ball. Who cares? I don't know. Mark Ingram, 12 for 46. Miles Boykin, 2 for 55 in the year on two targets. Mark Andrews, 8 targets for two, for eight targets, two receptions, 20, uh, 39 yards. Man, I couldn't get that one out at all. Uh, like a better game, especially with eight targets than that. Um, moving on to the... The Seahawks, Russell Wilson, 20 for 41, 241 yards, touchdown, one touchdown, one interception. Chris Carson, 21 for 65. The volume was there. The yards uh, weren't. Tyler Lockett, 5 for 61 and a touchdown. DK Metcalf, 4 for 53 on nine targets, though. I like that for DK. I think DK is actually panning out to be a pretty viable option. For sure. Next, we have a rival game. Which I thought would have been closer than what it actually was, yeah, man. Yeah, it's more of a blowout. Yeah, Cowboys winning 37 points to the Eagles 10. How mad does this game make you? Pretty mad. I think the Eagles should have given... Oh, they should have done more. You remember when we were younger and the Texans weren't around and you were an Eagles fan? Yes. <laughs> because they played against the Cowboys. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought it was... I was an Eagles fan. I thought it was because Donovan McNabb. But I guess that was also come. one of the one of the reasons. But. but yeah, but then the Texans came around. But you were still an Eagles fan for a while, weren't you? A little bit. I'm still kind of an Eagles fan. I like I like the team. Okay. Well, I, I'll root for them whenever. Who's not. your team then? The Texans. Of course. Okay. Cool. From Houston, man. Come on. Yeah, we are from Houston, and we live in San Antonio, though. Wait. So if San Antonio had a team, would you support them? No, I'd go all Houston all the way, baby. Except really, except when it comes to basketball, it's weird. You're a Spurs fan? Yeah. So, same way. Same way. Uh, Texans. Uh, well, I almost said Rockets. I was like, wait, no, that's, what I'm, that's like the opposite of what I'm trying to say. Texans, uh, Astros, and Spurs. Yep. And I think that's because when we were younger, when we played in those select basketball. We went to the Spurs stadium. We always went to Spurs games. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. A little bit in info about our life. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> But I think I would be a I think I would be a fan of a San Antonio team if they brought one here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I mean, I'm not going to be going against them. Yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't obviously Texans number 1, but that would be like a team that would root for as long as they didn't play the Texans. Right. And that's all I'm saying. Agreed. Especially the black and silver like the Spurs, that'd be cool. Like if the Raiders came to New San Antonio, That'd be pretty cool. That'd be, I like that. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea at all. Match the colors completely. Gal of Oakland Raiders come to San Antonio. Well, they're going to Vegas now. So they're Are they going to Vegas? Yeah. How do you not know this? I did not know that, actually, at all. I know. All right, Carson Wentz, 16 for 26, 191 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Not the best game from him. But for as poorly as his team played, it wasn't too bad. Jordan Howard, 11 for 50. Miles Sanders, 6 for 21. Dallas Goddard, four for 69 and a touchdown. Zach Ertz suffered the blunt of Dallas Goddard's targets, which he only went two for 38. That's not good. No boy, no It's indeed. really frustrating, especially how good Zach Ertz is. I hope if they're going to keep doing this, that Zach Ertz goes to another team next year. And that's what I hope he does. 
Ooh, it would be cool if he came to the Texans. That'd be cool. Alshon Jeffrey, two for 38. Nelson Aguilar, two for 24. Did you see that video of everyone talking about how he is hit, about his lack of effort? No. He, like, the, I get Carson Wentz threw this ball to him downfield, and it was literally all he had to do was stretch his arms out, maybe maybe dive or lean forward a little bit, and he just like pulls his hands back. <laughs> like, wow, great effort, bro. Um, <laughs> get paid millions of dollars yeah. just to do that. I can pay me millions of dollars. I'll not catch balls. Right. Dak Prescott, 21 for 27, 239 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Pretty similar to Carson Wentz. Ezekiel Elliott. Finally having a great game. 22 for 111 and a touchdown. Deck Prescott also had a touchdown on the ground. Amari Cooper, 5 for 106. Oh, my gosh. He had some of the dirtiest route running I've, I've ever seen, like, in this game. He yeah. was just, oh, he was so great to watch. Turning uh, on a dime. Yes, sir. He really was, man. He had to, I don't know, it was someone, one of the Philadelphia, I don't know, was it a safety or a corner? It had to be a corner. You're not going to put a safety on him unless he was deep. I'm not sure. Uh, I had to go back and look, but he just turned him around, like just made him do a spin, like a, <clears throat> made him do a spin cycle, Dang. like a washing machine. Uh, <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott, 7 for 6, 36 in the air. Michael Gallup, 3 for 34. Michael Gallup didn't have that great of a game. Jason Witten, 4 for 33. It's pretty average for him. Randall Cobb, 2 for 24. The problem is they got up so early this game that they just kind of relied on the ground after that right. ground game. So, yeah, this was not a good game at all. No. <laughs> I thought the Eagles had a good chance. It just... I, uh, I would agree with you. I thought that being a rival team, they would have even put up more of a – Effort, Especially but. how talented that Eagles have one of the most stacked teams in the NFL right now. They just like they haven't been able to put it together lately. Oh well, they're one in three away, so like they, they got to get their they got to get their game together on the road a little better for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's it for your Sunday games. Moving on to Monday night's game, the blowout the Patriots had over the Jets. Shutting them down with 33 points, the Jets doing absolutely nothing. Okay, I don't know if I mentioned this, but Sam Darnold is questionable with a toenail injury. Ooh, what? Is it ingrown? Did I don't know, it? but I wouldn't miss a game for a toenail injury. Uh, I mean, some. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I can't say anything to that. I played games with broken toes before. I wouldn't miss a toe. I wouldn't, especially the amount of money they're getting paid for sure. Yeah, there's no way. Tone. I don't know. There's got to be. Must be infected or uh, something. Yeah, his like toe he's about to lose. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, this is his toe has got to be pretty close to falling off. <laughs> if I'm a coach and let you miss a game for a toenail injury, um, Tom Brady, 31 for 45, passed a lot, 249 yards, one touchdown, one interception. These past four games from Tom Brady. They haven't really been good. I think he's like four for four as far as touchdown to interception ratio. Wow, uh, really? Yeah. Tony Michelle, 19 for 42 and three touchdowns. Tony Michelle's there. I mean, he got all the goal line looks. Uh, Rex Burkhead didn't participate in this game. Damian Harris fi finally got in, really, but like only had four for 12. Julian Edelman had 20 yards on the ground, too. Uh, it was a weird game. James White, seven for, for 59 for eight uh, with eight targets. I mean, if Rex Berkman, uh, Berkman, Burkhead, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think I was watching Barry. I think his name's like Barry Berkman or something. So, stuck in my head. Uh, James White, eight targets for seven receptions and 59 yards. If he is not, if Rex Burkhead is not playing James White all day. But the problem is that Rex Burkhead cuts into everybody's carries and receptions whenever he is playing. Uh, Jacoby Myers, 5 for 47. Julian Edelman, 7 for 47. No touchdowns. Philip Dorsett had the touchdown, 3 for 46. So, nice game from uh, Philip Dorsett and James White. Uh, actually, yeah, not a bad game from James White. Got you about 12 points in the, and, uh, in, sorry, PPR. So, you're not too upset about that. Especially you should be flexing him anyway. Sam Darnold, 11 for 32, 86 yards and four interceptions. That's great. Le'Veon Bell, 15 for 70. Demarius Thomas, 3 for 42 on nine targets. Jamison Crowder, 5 for 4, for uh, five targets, four receptions and 26. Well, this, is a, this is a hard game for the Jets. I mean, we, we knew the Patriots' defense was this good. 
I mean, were, were really good, especially against bad teams. I mean, the Jets, other than the Cowboys game, have not looked good all year. So, I mean, it's just a good defense against a bad team, and it's just you, there's, you don't expect anything more than this score to happen and all this happen to your guys. I mean, right? Yeah, it's just. I mean, until the Patriots play a real uh, like a real opponent, it's. I mean, the, all they've really played is the Bills this year. So until they play a real opponent, any of these teams playing, any of these average or below average teams playing the Patriots, they're not going to get the job done. Who it's them in Kansas City who are undefeated, right? No, Kansas City's four and two. Who's the other undefeated team? Uh, San Francisco is undefeated. Maybe that's who I'm thinking. But of. I don't. Are they no? Are they really undefeated? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I don't know if anybody else is. Yeah, San Francisco six and zero. Yeah, that's that's who New England seven and zero. So I think the next one is Green Bay. I think there's uh, they're six and one. I don't know that there was. I think throughout the fourth week there were four undefeated teams, and Kansas City was on that list, but then they dropped two in a row. Got you. So well, anyway. there you have your week seven recap. Yep. Pretty crazy week. Pretty crazy week. Okay. <laughs> crazy, man. Cray cray week. Crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of scoring this week and then two atrocious games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about who you should start and sit. Week 8, Thursday night's game. We have Washington Redskins versus Minnesota Vikings playing at Minnesota. What do you think, Jordan? Play everybody from Minnesota? I mean, yes. Don't obviously don't start Adam Thielen because he's hurt. But Stephon Diggs. But like when we were talking about earlier, uh, like what? Who would you want to start out of all these guys in in the on the team if you know Adam Thielen's not playing? And you know, I talked about Irv Smith, and you talked about Kyle Rudolph. But I mean, I'm not start. <clears throat> I'm not starting either one of them unless I just don't have any options on the tight end. Right, unless uh, you, you absolutely know, need for to. the tight end, unless I need to. So, like, what what do you do other than Stefan Diggs? I mean, that's the real question here. I mean, I would start if I. It's a very good. I mean, so Kirk Cousins has had had four touchdowns. He's had eight touchdowns in the past two weeks. I'm cool with starting Kirk Cousins against the Redskins. So I actually would stream him if you're not if you're not starting him already. I would play Kirk Cousins. Now Kirk Cousins is known to have really good games or really bad games, but he's also been known to just torch really bad teams. So I would play Kirk Cousins in this game for sure. And Stephon Diggs, obviously you're gonna start Dalvin Cook, but I mean other than that, you want Bissy? I think I'd be cool with starting Bissy this week in a flex option. Yeah, for. Uh- only flex option because I, I think that Kirk Cousins will go off this week, and if he does, then you know Bissy Johnson is going to be uh he's gonna be he's not he's not gonna be a bad pickup for me. I would start Bissy Johnson, so I'm cool with that. And then on the Redskins, man, this is not a really great matchup for them, but Terry McLaurin. I mean, that's the only re- the one I want, and um, I would also I mean I would start. I would start uh, Adrian Peterson too, in a in a D. You would start Adrian Peterson. Yes, I would. Yeah, in a flex position or an actual RB position. No, in a flex position. Okay. He's he's had some okay games. I think he's starting to bounce back, and um, I just don't think the Redskins are going to really do much through the air on the Vikings. I think Terry McLaurin is the only one that I would start, but even last week against San Francisco. Didn't have a great game, but uh, this game is a 42 over under. Not a big spread, but 16-point favorites in this game, which means that this game could get pretty ugly. I don't think the Redskins are going to be able to do anything in the majority of this game, but toward the end, you got those garbage time points. I'm, I'm sure Terry McLaurin will be a part of that. That's it. Yeah, well, there you go, and there you have it for who you should start and sit Thursday night's game on Week 8. You yes. Know, if you are a first-time listener... Thank you very much. You can catch us at our Twitter handle at the Hail Mary FF Pod. Go ahead and if you have any questions about your lineup, who you should start and sit on your team specifically, go ahead and shoot us a question. We will answer you back. If there's something you would like to hear on our podcast, go ahead and shoot it 
us that as well. And we'll try to work around and see what we can do about that. Um, if you have been a longtime listener since the very beginning, we thank you very much. You can definitely tell how our episodes have changed and evolved. And you can my, tell that our kids are here. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Okay. Well, uh, if you catch us on Anchor, Anchor will put us out on Spotify, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, et cetera, et cetera. Just go to Anchor, fi- figure out what platform you prefer. I prefer Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I have a friend who prefers a- a Spotify, but you know it's all it's all preference based, anyways. And if you really like us, hit that subscribe button so you can fi- so you can hear when our next episodes are going to come out. You never miss an episode. We wanted to apologize about our last episodes. They came out a little bit later because of techni- technical difficulties. Um, yeah. And we're going to try to not work gonna hard. Not going to happen again. Yeah. We're yeah. going we're gonna to work hard not to do that again. Yeah. And uh, anything else I'm missing, Jordan? No, that's it. I mean... If, uh, and then if you... <laughs> ask me and it's like... No. It, well, and then I, I just remember what I was going to say. Oh, uh, okay. If you really, 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 really like us, you can donate oh, a dollar a month. That's it, just a dollar a month to support what we're doing here and help us grow and evolve. What we would like to do is get a bigger space and then ultimately have video cameras in here so that you can see our pretty faces. Yeah, so, we're working on different things. Uh, websites come up, different things. So we're brainstorming about how we can make this show better for you guys and uh, maybe have some articles come out, anything like that we've, uh, we've been talking about. So if you have any ideas of anything like any suggestions y'all would like to hear or even maybe see just let us know um and then we'll hit you oh but we're gonna see we still gotta do you and ben's uh little bath thing yeah. now that i think about it and it's about to be christmas time and unfortunately. it's gonna be cold yeah it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be outside oh this gets cold. better and better we're gonna have to have like a Sauna waiting for us afterwards. Procrastination at its finest. Oh my goodness, man. I'm not. I'm dreading that. <laughs> I'm not. I know. Okay. Well, I've been your host, Adam Sanders, and this has been the Hail Mary Fantasy Football Podcast with Jordan Sanders. Stick in for next episode. We might have a special guest for you guys. It's going to be a surprise. There's All our right. kids. We got to go. All right. Later. Y'all have a good day. Bye.